You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. Hello there and you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan. I'm going to be with you for the next hour or so, looking at all the latest in tech and answering any tech-related questions you might have. As always, you can call 069-66200 or you can text or WhatsApp 087-166-9800. And you can uh, email myself, patrick102fm at gmail.com. And uh, if you send an email, mark it down for Tech Thursday and uh, any questions you might have, I'll answer on the next show. We have a question from Una in Abbeyfield, and Una said she's thinking about getting a headset, and she was wondering what's the difference between a gaming headset and a normal headphones. And I suppose, yeah, you always see the gaming headsets and things marketed as gaming headsets, but uh, I suppose there's a couple of differences. Like The most obvious one, I suppose, is the microphone. They usually have a microphone connected because you're moving around and you're gaming and you don't want to be, you know, although some of the, like, YouTube gamers and stuff would actually have microphones on stands and stuff but uh, traditionally a lot of gamers uh, especially ones um, there's also well yeah I'll go I'll get into it later but tr- the difference is that uh, they'd have a microphone attached usually now you can also get normal like I have headphones normal ones I got with, with a microphone on the cable and things like that but a lot of the gaming headsets would have the microphone attached to the to the actual headphones themselves and it moves up or down or some of them are in place but uh, yeah they'd have microphones built in and the headphones themselves sometimes are different as well they're kind of um because it's mostly for speech and it wouldn't be too much music it'd be generally you know gunshots and if you're gaming or uh the different whatever minecraft sounds <laughs> whatever i don't know what kind of sounds you get in minecraft but mostly speech you know you're talking to somebody over in america or uh anywhere in the world um uh, as you're gaming, you're talking to each other, you know, you could be in a team together and you, okay, let's go over here and, you know, t- teaming up and doing different things like that. Um, so it, they'd be set up for that. They'd be set up for vocals and maybe sound effects and things like that rather than out-and-out music headphones where a lot of um, a lot of the headphones you'd get, uh, standard headphones would be set up more for music and things like that. So... Uh, yeah, that would be the main difference. Uh, sometimes they'd have U- uh, USB connections rather than just headphone jacks, or sometimes have both, and some a lot of them have RGB, and I have one set at home, have lights and stuff built into them. So they have a headphone jack and a USB, but the USB is just to power the lights and all that that's on them. So... Um, yeah, some uh, some of them have volume control wheels and stuff built in, but a lot of those, a lot of stuff is crossover as well. You know, a lot of the stuff you'd just get in standard headphones as well. So um, that'd be the main difference. And uh, what I was going to get into earlier was. Um some headphones are designed specifically for consoles as well you know a lot of the gaming headsets uh, the standard ones which would work anywhere will work on anywhere on PCs and things like that but sometimes consoles you need to use uh, specific um, compatible head- headphones or headsets with them and um, so like some of them have um, they will plug into the uh, act- there's an actual jack in the controller itself or sometimes you have to plug them into the console itself or sometimes you get wireless ones but they'll only be compatible with certain ones so you really it depends on what console you use and you have to be very specific and even what's very strange is i have um 
the PlayStation 5 and I have the the previous generation, well, there's only the, the current uh, um, VR headset. And I have Sony Sony's XM4 headphones, but they're not compatible with the they're not compatible with Sony's own console, which is very strange. You know, I was trying to use them with the headset, and I said, you know, Sony's flagship console and Sony's flagship headphones, uh, so they should work together. No, they don't. You have to get specific PlayStation Five ones, uh, which is very strange. They won't connect with Bluetooth. I tried to search for them on Bluetooth, and and this is not compatible or whatever. It just wouldn't work at all. Uh, so very strange. So you have to be very specific so i'd uh, i'd suggest that you ask um if you were getting a headset for a console that you get one specifically for the console itself you don't necessarily have to get them from sony or xbox or nintendo or, or microsoft or nintendo or anything like that whichever console you have but um you you can get third party ones but they, most of them would make their own headsets as well so uh yeah, that uh, if if it's a gaming uh, headset you want to get, that be might and and if you're getting for a PC, then you have a lot more variety. You know, you can get. Um, now it depends on what type of PC as well you have. If you have the PC with separate microphone and um, a, an earphone part, then you'd want to get uh, the headset that has that as well. Uh, maybe you could get an adapter if you already have it uh, that would split it. You probably could, but um, uh, it'd be easier if you haven't got one already and you want. To, no, and most of them would have a two-in-one one, or some computers would have actually split in the back and the two-in-one in the front. Or it depends on what type of PC you have. So uh, just get the one to match your PC as well. So yeah, that's uh, thanks very much for that uh, message. And uh, let's have a look uh, to start off with this uh, Verge's 2022 Father's Day gift guide. Now, I'm sure this is probably American Father's Day and it wouldn't line up with us, but it's a gift guide anyway for, you know, for uh, different people anyway, so we can have a look. Uh, The Busy Bistro Magic Puzzle. Gifting a puzzle might be a bit tame, but if it can be, it can be exciting. If it's a one, it's uniquely detailed, as the busy bistro magic puzzle. It's it'll be a gift that puzzles lovers and newcomers uh, alike should enjoy. Uh, especially given the two posters with the, of the artwork, so it's like a very, it's like a remember where's Wally back in the day, like a really complicated looking picture. So it looks like that uh, in a puzzle. So that looks really cool. Uh, Hurry Split Pad Pro. If Nintendo's own Joy-Con controllers for the Switch leave your hands a bit cramped, consider grabbing Hurry's Split Pad Pro as a replacement. So. It's kind of like uh, it attaches to your Nintendo Switch, but the controllers look like um, the the corners of X. Like if you if you uh, cut an Xbox controller in half and kind of stuck it on the two sides of a Switch, it's like that. It's kind of that shape about it. Um, leaves your hands feeling cramped. Consider the yeah. So the ergonomic design makes this, the Nintendo Switch feel more like a traditional console controller, while in handheld mode. Uh, the full-sized analog sticks, uh, buttons, and triggers uh, they lack wireless functionality. However, so they're meant to be used exclusively while connected to the Switch. Oh, that's a pity. So if you're using it on the TV, they won't just join together and work like the the, the Switch's own controller. So uh, Leatherman Bond. I've had a Leatherman over the years. Oh, yeah, I actually... 
I had a leather man I got as a gift and I went fishing one day and I had it with me and I had it on a rock beside I was sea fishing and I left it on like just put it down on the rock beside me because I was getting there was something was going on I was I kept catching weeds on the the hooks I was using and I was just using the the tool to get it off or something like that I kept reusing it over so I just laid it on the rock beside me the, no announced to me the tide was coming in and it went above the I had to move back uh, because the tide was coming in and I, I lost the Leatherman a very good Leatherman um, and I was uh, I really regretted it I never found it after that I, I tried to go out into the deeper water a bit to try to find it and I couldn't uh, so I never found it but this was that was years ago and nowadays there's loads of different multi-tools um, yeah it depends on uh, say if you're getting one for somebody I'd suggest uh, one of those multi-tools suggest uh, get one that suits like I'm sure there'd be ones for different like if they enjoy camping and things like that you could get one with a, a spoon and a fork and things on it or uh, different tools that would be handy for that if they're into um, fishing or hunting I'm sure there could be different ones for that uh, yeah, ones for you know getting out getting hook, hooks out and cutting lines and you know maybe with a scissors or if they're into kind of DIY and things you could get one with a pliers and with screwdrivers and things like that so get one that would suit the person if you're getting a, a multi-tool like that and um, this is another station Apple Watch of course there's loads of yeah loads of different smartwatches it depends if they have if they're into Android or Apple or uh, what type of one if they're uh, runners or if they're, they're they go to the gym and yeah so there's lots of we've spoke about those in previous shows uh, you can get back Bands, you know, if they don't like wearing bulky watches, maybe a band might be better. Uh, they can count the steps if they're into walking and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so different suggestions for gifts. Um, iRobot Roomba J7. Uh, yeah, so it's a, a robot vacuum cleaner. Uh, so they, they'll go around. The, the only thing is you have to have the right type. Of, I, like, I don't think it could work in my house. I have mats and different, you know, like... Um, I think it would it would get just be getting stuck all the time. I've I've too much stuff around the place. <laughs> but if you have one of those more open floor plan houses kind of, and it's it's more neat and tidy than my house, the one of those uh, robot vacuums could work. Um, Libro FM subscription. What's Libro FM? You don't have to buy physical books in your local bookstore. So uh, with a monthly subscription from Libro FM. So this is on about um, for reading books and. stuff. Uh, yeah, there's there's lots of different ones, uh, subscription ones for uh, for books and um, let's see, Cantu YU2 desktop speakers. Uh, if you want stylish yet understated set of desktop speakers, um, that's not too massive or pricey. Kento's YU2 is a good option. Each set offers USB connectivity for a PC, an auxiliary jack uh, for a stereo receiver, a record player, and a port for a subwoofer uh, sold separately. Also, you can um, plug in a, a, a separate subwoofer. Plus, they come in red, teal, and a variety of fun colors that will make any bookshelf pop. Uh, yeah, so as Actually, prices on these things as well. Sorry, I should have uh, two hundred and two hundred quid from two hundred to two sixty. Um, the Roomba that they're looking at four hundred. The Leatherman sixty quid, and the smartwatch, the Apple Watch two fifty plus. Uh, that puzzle twenty quid, and the Switch controllers forty two. 
So what else? Uh, Coleman camping stove. Yeah, see, it's another thing. If they're into camping, you could get one of those camping stoves. Uh, so you can attach a, like a gas thing to it. It's like a two burner. It's like a barbecue looking but a stove. So it's like a a wide a, a rectangular stove with with like metal bars going across the top and like a back plate on it, like a barbecue, and two sides. So you could do a bit, throw a couple of sausages or a couple of burgers on it, and have the the gas cook it up for you. Or if you're out fishing and you catch uh, a trout or something, you can uh, you could do it on the camping stove. Forty eight quid for that, the Coleman camping stove. Uh, so there's other subscriptions uh, here. Debt and Co. Modern classic cocktails. If Dad considers himself a budget, a budding uh, mixologist. Uh, humble him with love, of course, <laughs> with the Det and Co. Modern Classic Cocktails, which features over 500 different cocktail recipes. Okay, so that's uh, 30, 25 to 35 quid. Goal Zero Yeti 400 Portable Power Station. So, Goal Zero's gas-free Yeti 400 is a portable power station that could be good for people who want to bring some power with them on extended camping trips. It could also be good for a solid backup battery too, uh, should you need to recharge your phone and other essentials during a power outage. Uh, the model has two AC outlets, two USB ports, and a 12-volt um, charging that allows you to power up up to seven devices at once. So I must have a lot of power in it. So I have actually a very handy thing. I was I've been since I got I got it at um, on Black Friday last year, and I've used it a lot. Is one of the um, the for pumping your tires, but it's like a multi-purpose one. It has. Um, uh, a light built in it has a USB port so it's rechargeable and has a good I don't know what size battery but it's a good size battery uh, it has um, uh, uh, a USB port for charging phones or anything if you're stuck it has a light built in it has uh, obviously it pumps up the tires and it's a digital one so you can set the set. the only thing is it's very the, the wheel gets stuck a lot uh, but you can set your um, PSI and you can pump your tires with it and it'll just stop automatically um, it also has different attachments for, um, say, pumping up an airbed or like soccer balls or something like that. So it's it's a handy multi-purpose kind of thing. You can plug it into the cigarette lighter or it has an adapter for the, um, for the house as well. Uh, so one of those is very handy to have in the boot in your car. There's loads of different ones, but uh, if you look for one with all those kind of... Um, Attachments, it's very handy. Uh, Zenture Super Tank Pro. This is another thing that they're recommending in this article on the verge. Uh, Zenture Super Tank Pro is one of the most powerful compact 100 watt power banks available. Uh, it houses up to 26,800 amp hour battery and four USB C ports, four USB C, yeah, uh, two of which can recharge up to 100 watts, as well as an OLED panel designed for. Uh, to show the charging speeds for each port and how long it'll take to recharge the Super Tank Pro. So it's just like a massive power bank. Um, very handy. Uh, yeah, so you can kind of tailor, uh, as always with gifts, they mean a lot when you tailor them, you know, to the to the hobbies of the person that you're giving them to. So this is another smartwatch I recommended, the Gar- Garmin Venu 2 Plus. 
the Venu 2 Plus and how much was that power bank actually 175 quid to 229 quid uh, the Vino 2 Plus from Garmin is a smartwatch that boasts the company's signature fitness tracking and GPS along with a speaker and microphone for responding to voice commands it might be big on small wrists but it's easy on the eyes in terms of style and readability plus unlike most smartwatches it offers uh, more than 10 days battery yeah so that's a big plus because that's the problem with my one I had uh, what what one did I have the real me watch two or something uh, and my wife liked it so I gave it to her so I said I'm gonna buy one with Android in it so I got a diesel one and it's good it has all the Android apps and everything but like I'm lucky to get well no I'll get the day out of it I'll always get the day out of it but just the day whereas the last the, the, the real me one had like 25 plus days power uh, and it could do all pretty much all the same things it just didn't have the official Google apps and you know the Play Store and all that kind of stuff it was just you know the apps you could download different types of apps but just just the ones from Realme themselves or and, and it had all the blood oxygen sensor and all the step counters and you could s- still switch songs you could look up I don't know, could you look up songs? See what, uh, like, go go through a menu or whatever? It could do a lot, if not most of the same stuff. Uh, yeah, so, but, the, but I wanted to get the official Android one, but yeah, the, the battery is the problem with it. Yeah, so... Um, that's another thing if you're yeah I think if I got another one I'd be willing to sacrifice a little bit of the official apps and things like that to to get back one with this, with a bit more um battery life in it it's handy to not worry about you know I look at it after a couple of weeks and it's still like 70% or something I was like oh that's great <laughs> but uh, now it's like oh I've, at the end of the day it's like 14% or 7% or something um, but that Garmin Venu 2 Plus is $449 um, stick electric screwdriver so I've had I've tried a few electric screwdrivers over the years and they're grand for standard kind of things but if you have a very stiff screw or if you're putting in a screw into like a plug that you're after putting in and a you know uh, it's a it's a wide screw for a kind of a narrow plug into like a cement wall or something sometimes the screwdrivers they don't have the torque and they struggle with it um so i'd recommend instead of getting an electric screwdriver or if maybe there's good there maybe see this was years ago as well so maybe there's better ones but uh what i'd recommend is uh and uh just a, a drill a good drill um to, uh, brushless motor drills are supposed to be better nowadays they're supposed to be better motors uh, smoother more reliable and things like that I recommend if you're getting a drill and it's someone that does a reasonable amount of work I do myself uh, is having two batteries it's always handy to have another battery charged while you're doing the work and then you know you can swap them out and charge the first one while the, you're doing work with the second one so you never run out of power um Get you know as much torque as you can get something about like eighteen or twenty four volt something with a good bit of torque uh, and as I said it has a hammer and screwdriver action uh, if you want an all rounder you know if you're specifically going to be you know doing masonry work all the time you just want to go get a big you know dedicated hammer drill uh, but if you want an all rounder which I would be using you know you can swap it from screws back into um, the drilling you know like like if you put up a picture you might want to drill into a, a, a masonry wall 
put in a plug and then put a screw into it. So I'd want the same drill to do both, you know. So a good all rounder. I had um, I had one for years, but the battery, the drill was perfect, but the battery started giving out. Uh, I had two batteries with it. Uh, one of the batteries is completely dead, and the other one you charge it and it lasts maybe less than ten minutes and it's dying. So it was the battery itself that gave out. But I was looking at the prices of batteries, and to buy two batteries for it would be like eighty, ninety euro, which would add another few quid. You get a very good power drill. So that's what I did recently. I got a new power drill. So uh, yeah, so uh, you something with a good bit of torque as well look at the torque levels as well so you went something with um with fairly a fairly high torque level but most of the you know most of the the, the good brands uh with 18 or, or 24 volt would be would be fairly capable all-rounders as long as they have a hammer action as well you know some of them don't i was actually looking at the shop at them the other day and some of them don't have a hammer action as well which would be handy if you want to do masonry uh, so another thing on the list here is Apple AirTags. And actually recently a friend of mine got, not Apple AirTags, but they got the, the credit card size one. I forget the name, uh, branded one, but very handy. And it actually, it did things that I didn't even know about. It does, um, it was a tile, I think it was called. So it was like a credit card size thing, but it could, um, I don't know how it was powered. I did, a friend of mine had it the other day and they were connected it to the phone. So what they could do is you know like you can do the find my phone thing say if you have a home speakers you can ask them uh to find your phone and it'll it'll make your phone ring uh, which i've used a dozen times but uh it may it can make noises even though it's only a little credit card size thing you can put it in your wallet and you forget about it uh if you can't find your wallet you can ask your phone or ask your speakers to find your wallet and it, your wallet starts ringing and it's brilliant and it's also a tracker kind of thing where say if your wallet was stolen it could be tracked down um, so very handy thing like a, like a tile credit card or something um, I think it was around 30 quid or something like that but very very handy but yeah the, the Apple AirTags here kind of does the same thing and it's around the same price as well uh, they're little round tags I think they can magnetize on or they can stick on or you can put them somewhere but uh yeah, it's a good idea. I didn't. I don't know if the Apple ones can make noises as well. Find my network. Uh, find my network, which is far more robust than tiles out of the range finding network. Oh yeah, well I suppose the tile one would be have to. Or maybe the Apple one can be tracked uh, with maps, so maybe the tile one can't. But if it's nearby. Um, it's very handy. Say if it's down behind the couch or something, your wallet, uh, it'll it'll start ringing and you'll be able to find it. So it's it's handy for close by. Remember those things years ago? The first the first ones ever was you put onto your keyring and you start whistling and it whistled back at you. <laughs> so it's like the the modern techie versions at all. So if you want like. Uh, proper like Google or well not Google but Apple Maps or uh, maybe they use Google Maps but long distance tracking like if you're uh, something that you tag with it uh, goes miles and miles away maybe the Apple one might be better but if it's if you have a habit of leaving your wallet down, down the back between the seats of the car or down the couch or uh, somewhere uh, somewhere you can nearby 
uh, you could you could get those tile ones maybe and there's lots of other different ones so you could look up as well so um, Nikon Trail Blazer binoculars so I didn't even know Nikon made I have a Nikon camera for years but I didn't even know they made binoculars as well and those air tags yeah around 30 quidish um, the Wallace one the, the tile one was something similar I don't know how it's powered and if it needs to be recharged or just I'm, what I was guessing was when I saw uh, my cousin with it the other day was that it was probably um, uh, like a watch battery like a CR2025 battery or something like that one of the like ones for the the key in your car or something like that so they might need to be changed every couple of years or something like that but I'm not sure uh, so Nikon Trailblazer binoculars uh, um, scouting for wild birds or gazing at distant constellations uh, a set of Nikon Trailblazer binoculars could be the gift that lets him dive more deeply into his hobbies so this is uh, for American Father's Day but this could be a gift for anybody that's into these kind of things uh, they may not be the most advanced pair but they get uh, they're a great starter set with rubberized build 8 times magnification which is plenty for keeping tabs on the pesky crows next door it's <laughs> funny uh, Roku 4K streaming stick yeah so there's uh, there's lots of different ones there's the Apple TV and there's the the Roku um, there's the Google Chromecast with TV uh, so yeah there's lots of different ones streaming sticks especially if you say you have a well, do you know what? Most I was going to say an older TV with uh, with uh, HDMI and kind of the more older smart features, but a lot of them aren't great. Even the most modern, I've tried like brand new TVs recently, uh, and even ones with Android TV, which is a great fine menu and everything like that. But the hardware on the on some of them uh, are, isn't great for keeping up with it. You know, it, there's a lot of. Um, loading and it's 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 a good design, but the, the hardware isn't good enough to keep up. But so that's where the likes of a streaming stick can be handy. Now, if they already have a console or something like that, it'll do most of the same things. You can install the apps and all that kind of thing, especially with the media remotes and all that. It just turns the console into a, into a streaming stick, pretty much. But uh, you could get one of the different ones. Um, it depends on what, like, if they're into all Apple stuff, you could get an Apple one. If they're into all Android stuff, you could get an Android one or an Amazon one. Or it depends on the speakers they have as well, home speakers um, or Google. So, yeah, there's lots of lots of different ones. Uh, lock laces make even the smallest things easier for dads this Father's Day, including tying his shoes <laughs> with lock laces, uh, getting in and out. Now, I'm sure it's... I, I don't think it is Father's Day here, but this is all just ideas for gifts anyway. There's lots of birthdays and different things. Um, with lock laces, getting in and out of shoes is an easy and, and tight way of tightening or loosening the mechanism. This should minimize the amount of time and effort required to suit up or unwind. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure how they work. It's like uh, laces that you just, uh, you just pull a tab and it tightens them up or something like that. Um, things come apart uh, a lot of attention is usually paid to how gadgets look on the outside but uh, if your dad likes to tinker he'll probably appreciate things come apart a gorgeous tabletop book that shows what common consumer tech looks like deconstructed um, who knew the innards of typewriters could make such an eye-catching work of art uh, so yeah it's just a picture of, of all the individual parts of different items bro i had a book like that years ago yeah um yeah a long long time ago when i was young uh, of of uh, 
all the how things are made kind of thing. Uh, so this is a, a more modern version of it with pictures and all the uh, with detailed pictures. Uh, Sony Link Buds. You won't find many wireless earbuds as unique as Sony Link Buds. They, they offer uh, so that things come apart is uh, eighteen quid. What else was I talking about a minute ago? Those laces nine ninety nine and the streaming stick forty six. Yeah, they're all around. Well, it depends on what kind of one you want, but uh, 50 quid-ish, and some of them have subscriptions and things like that, but um, a lot of them are just standard ones where you can install apps on uh, whatever streaming service you have. Uh, Sony's link buds, yeah. So as we've on previous shows, we've talked about lots of different buds, uh, uh, Google ones and Apple ones, and uh, there's all all depends on your budget and what you're looking for. Um, you know, if you want wireless charging or if you you know d- different lots of different things, uh, sound quality as well varies, battery time varies. So uh, it all depends on what you're looking for there. AeroPress Go, what is this? Uh, is a great all-in-one solution for making delicious cups of coffee. Oh, it's a coffee press. Uh, whether you're at home or on the move, the portable coffee press is designed to be compact, uh, rendering it a handy piece of gear. If you go on camping trips, you need to stay in a hotel or you're visiting someone who is more per- partial to black tea than a cup of old Joe. Um, and that's 40 quid. Uh, Lego Back to the Future Time Machine. So this is okay. If you get me any of the presents, here's the one for me. <laughs> uh, let's face it. There's a good chance that uh, a dad was around when the first installment of Back to the Future landed and gullwing doors were actually a thing. Whether that's uh, the case or... Well, there's still... The, the Tesla Model X has gullwing doors, isn't it? And a few other cars. Um, we're actually... Uh, yeah, Model X, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we're actually a thing, uh, whether that's the case or not. However, this Lego set features everyone's uh, favourite time-travelling DeLorean which will make a fun group activity, especially since the detailed replica makes use of a whopping 1,856 pieces. It's 170 quid, so for a a big Lego DeLorean. That's mad. Um, S-H-O-K-Z, shocks. Uh, open run open ear headphones so I suppose these ones would be for um, people that are, are into doing a bit of running and stuff they have a band around the back so they're, they're, I presume they're very fit in place uh, they don't move around if you're doing exercise and things like that listening to music and podcasts with headphones outside is fun but not always the safest thing to do since it can cut off what you hear from the outside world well not necessarily um, because you have lots of different ones that have uh, open like the the new Sony's and uh, Apple and I think most of them have like different levels of noise cancellation where you can leave things to the open as well so uh, but these are maybe the buds maybe don't have them they're like buds with a band on them um, were made to provide the best uh, although the buds even have them now as well Letting you hear everything, uh, the best of both worlds. Letting you hear everything, uh, thanks to the bone. Oh, it's a bone conduction one. Uh, they're also perfect for cycling, running, and oh, so this is like really open. It's not just a, a sound uh, like microphones doing it. It's actually you. They're not in your ears at all. They're bone conduction. So they, what do they do? They kind of squeeze onto the bone just below your ear, and they they. 
uh, use conduction to put the sound into your head <laughs> so you're listening I have never tried that I'd like to try it uh, they're 130 quid uh, the creative gene so what is the creative gene uh, offers a chance to peer into the mind of Hideo Kojima the creator of Metal Gear Solid uh, Death Stranding and a handful of other cult classic video games through a series of essays the insightful book dives into what has inspired some of the most uh, well-known creations ranging from uh, shows like Bewitched to the anime series Space Battleship Yamato uh, so that's 17 dollars it's a book about um, yeah, about the creator of all that stuff or by the creator of all that stuff into his mind uh, Elgato Stream Deck Mini uh, so yeah I've uh, I've experience of the the bigger one, so that's very handy. If there, if, uh, there's a few different ones, and there's apps as well that does it. But uh, what basically what they do is, uh, it's a it's a little deck that that uh, you plug in with USB, and it has um, you know six buttons on the mini one, but there's maybe twelve on the bigger one, and there's a there's a giant one as well with with more buttons, and each button is like a mini screen, and you can dedicate the buttons to doing different things if you're a streamer if you're even video editing or doing different things as well uh, you can you know you can dedicate a button to make a graphic pop up to make a, a, a microphone mute uh, to open up a certain app to do lots of different things and each button you can custom, customize a little you know or some writing on it or a little image on it um so you know exactly what it is uh, so you know guess mic mute or you know something like that mute and unmute uh, power off on a certain thing or do, do lots of different uh, things you can you can route to each switch uh, so it's very handy if, if they're a gamer a streamer uh, lots of different online jobs they can be handy for and there's lots of different ones and there's apps and stuff as well by different companies that do like uh, different stream decks uh, Cow buy for electric bikes so electric bikes are coming very popular now oh that stream deck is 80 quid I think it's about I'm not sure just over 100 quid for the bigger one 100 and 120 quid maybe I think actually for the bigger one um, and the biggest one I'm not sure maybe 200 something like that uh, but there's yeah there's other makes now as well uh, I think they maybe they were the first one to do it but there's other ones doing it now as well uh, Cowboy 4 electric bike uh, Cowboy 4 remains one of our favourite e-bike makers that has recently started selling its battery assisted uh, wears stateside uh, the Cowboy 4 is the latest model offering 50% more torque than last year's C3 with a built in cockpit that can wirelessly charge your phone as you ride frankly it's also probably easier on the eyes than the vintage Swin that your dad won't get rid of no the, I love the vintage Swins I love the old bikes with all the, the fairings and stuff on them they look they're the coolest looking bikes ever made um but um, yeah, the electric assisted bikes are becoming very popular now. No, they're not. That's three thousand for that one. There's loads of different ones out there. I don't know a whole pile about them. I haven't looked them up a lot. I see these ones advertising that you can just convert your own bike to electric bike. You just put the wheel on the back and you like Velcro on the battery and off you go, kind of thing. And uh, I'm not sure how legit they are. Or what's the story with those ones? And uh, there's dedicated bikes. Yeah, you know, so there's a lot of them. Are so expensive I've seen like the, the price of a motorcycle uh, for these electric bikes so yeah they're, they're, some of them are crazy money um 
but yeah, I, as I said, I haven't looked into those too much. Uh, ambient weather station, uh, weather smart weather station. Uh, if you obsess over the weather and various meteorological metrics, I mean, doesn't everyone <laughs> consider giving them a gift of Wi-Fi equipped weather station? This pole-mounted device includes a solar-powered kit, a convenient mobile app, and an LCD panel for keeping tabs on the temperature, precipitation, wind direction, and other useful metrics. That's actually cool. Uh, so it's your own little mobile. You know, you'd see years ago um, on people's chimneys the the, the wind vane uh, pointing in different directions and it looked like a chicken or something. You know, those kind of ones. Uh, but this is the, the modern version of that. It's an actual Wi-Fi-connected one, and you can get all different uh, detailed stuff about the weather uh, and so it's 179.99 and that's the ambient weather smart weather station uh, the Verge keyboard shirt here at the Verge we love the mechanical keyboard so they're advertising their own t-shirt uh, with a keyboard on it <laughs> uh, so that's the end of it that, that was 23 quid um, yeah, so lots of different gift ideas for people there. If it's anyone's birthday coming up and they're into different types of things, uh, there might be uh, uh, an idea there uh, for you. Uh, best gaming headset deals you can get. Oh, so we were talking about gaming headsets. So let's see what some of the ones they're recommending here. We were talking about them at the beginning. Uh, Logitech G435. It works with PC, PS4, PS5, Nintendo Switch. So that's good. They work cross-platform. They're wireless as well. Um, uh, between 50 or 60 and 80 quid depends on where you buy them uh, a lot of the stuff is more expensive over here I notice with electronics than in America uh, that's uh, also Razer uh, Black Shark V2 Pro uh, they work with PC, PS4 PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch uh, and via a 3.5mm um, and they're wireless as well uh, so 170 to between between 140 and 180 quid. Uh, Logitech GX Pro wireless 2.0 wireless again. Uh, PS PC PS4 PS5 and Nintendo Switch, and they're between uh, 180 and 230. Logitech G535. We did not talk about that earlier. 435. So this is the 535. Uh, PC, Nintendo Series X and S, Nintendo Switch and they're wireless as well and between 100 and 130 quid. Uh, Razer Kira Pro wireless and yeah, so there's lots of different ones. Um, Logitech G Pro uh, so they're all, most of them are, some of them are specific Xbox and Nintendo, some of them are and PC, some of them are uh, PlayStation and some of them do all of them so it depends on, on which one which is some of the ones that do all PC, Xbox, PS4 PS5, X and S, yeah so I'll tell you the ones that do all of them I suppose, uh, Logitech Pro uh, Logitech G Pro gaming headset uh, PS5, Xbox X, yeah so the Razer Kraken does all of them and they're 40 quid 40 to 70 quid which isn't bad uh, Steel Series Arctic Artist Three is wired. Oh, see these these are wired ones as well though. Uh, they work for PS Five and PS Four. So which wireless works with all of them? Uh, that one doesn't. Uh, that one doesn't. 
So wireless, it's the only one in this list here that seems to work with the Xbox X and S and the PS4 and PS5, and it's wireless, is the Razer Black Shark V2 Pro. Uh, it works with Nintendo Switch as well, but the Switch has to be wired, uh, the 3.5 audio. Uh, but the other ones seem to be, um, it seems to work wireless with all the other ones. So if you want an all-rounder, you're not sure what kind of console, and it works with PC as well as maybe that, the likes of that one, the Black Shark V2 Pro, but there's loads of other ones, and there's probably ones not on this list as well. Uh, so yeah, that's gaming headsets. Um, Twitter reportedly shifting teams away from spaces, newsletters, and communities. Twitter says its focus on uh, its focus is on areas that will have the greatest positive impact to the public conversation. Um, Twitter is pulling employees off of working on major consumer-facing uh, features like audio spaces, communities, and newsletters to instead plans to refocus their efforts on growth and personalization, according to Bloomberg. Uh, the changes come as a pending buyout by Elon Musk is already casting a shadow on every move the company makes and follows just weeks after Twitter CEO Parag Awal announced a pause on most hiring and fired both of the company's consumer product leads, uh, Kayvon Begpour and the leader on the revenue side, um, Brooke Falk, F-A-L-C-K, Falk, Falk, Falk. Um, uh, Bloomberg um, report reveals some of the reconstructing happening within Twitter under the direction of Jay Sullivan, a new head of product and interim head of revenue. In a statement in Bloomberg, a Twitter spokesperson said, we are making some updates to our consumer product team structure and roadmap to better focus on the areas which have been the greatest positive impact uh, to the public conversation uh, without specifying where the changes are. Uh, so yeah, they're they're making Twitter seemed uh, lined up to take on companies like Substack, Clubhouse, and Patreon. Um, at the time, it has also had uh, competition from other companies like Facebook in those areas. Uh, so yeah, so they're they're doing a bit of changing, restructuring, and things like that because their their numbers were going down a bit as well. Even before the Elon Musk thing, they were going down a lot. So uh, they did need to make some changes. Uh, China-linked hackers are exploiting a new vulnerability in Microsoft Office. The vulnerability, dubbed Folina, uh, began to be widely reported just days ago. A newly discovered vulnerability in Microsoft Office is already being exploited by hackers linked to the Chinese government, according to threat analysis research firm Security, for, uh, security firm uh, Proofpoint. Uh, details shared, shared by Proofpoint on Twitter suggest that a hacking group labelled TA413 was using the vulnerability named Folina by researchers in malicious Word document uh, in malicious Word documents purported to be sent from the Central Tibetan Administration. The Tibetan government in exile based in Dharamsala, India. Uh, the TA413 group is an APT or Advanced Persistent Threat actor believed to be linked to the Chinese government and has uh, previously been observed targeting the Tibetan exile community. In general, Chinese hackers have a history of using software security flaws to target Tibetans. A report published by Central uh, by Citizen Lab in 2019 uh, documented extend, extensive targeting of Tibetan political figures with spyware, uh, through Android browser and malicious links through, sent through WhatsApp. 
Uh, browser extensions have also been weaponized for the purpose, for this purpose, with previous analysis from Proofpoint uncovering use of a malicious Firefox add-on to spy on Tibetan activists. Uh, the Microsoft Word vulnerability just began to receive widespread attention on the 27th of May, when a security research group known as NowSec uh, uh, took to Twitter to discuss a sample submitted to the online malware scanning uh, service VirusTotal. NatSec's tweet flagged the malicious code uh, as being delivered through Microsoft Word documents. Uh, so hopefully they have closed that. Uh, is there any uh, Microsoft's own security response blog? Uh, an attacker um, able to exploit the vulnerability could install programs, access, modify or delete data and even create new user accounts or a compromise my system so far. Microsoft has not issued an official patch but offered mitigation measures for the vulnerability that involved manually disabling the URL's loading feature of the MSDT tool. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully they can sort that out and close that vulnerability as quickly as possible, or maybe they have already. Uh, Focusrite debuts its audio interfaces designed for podcasters. So Focusrite are famous over the years for um, having audio interfaces. Uh, there's lo- like Behringer and Shure and uh, Rode. There's lots of different ones, but pretty much what they do is they can conv- they. Um, connect to your computer uh, via USB and turn it into like a kind of a mixer but not quite it wouldn't have the full uh, variety it'd j- just be an interface so you plug in your microphone and usually just have a volume adjustment so uh, it would turn your traditional XLR microphone into a digital signal uh, for your computer to read and uh, then you can record and you can have ones with you know up to whatever uh, unlimited about 20 microphones attached or you can have a single one uh, so f- the focus right scarlet was the famous one for the years over the years and and i suppose there was a few uh, lots of other ones in competition with them as well um but now they're doing a one more specific for podcasters let's see what that's about this one has a headphone jack uh so there's a picture of it but it just shows the, f- the top of it now um so Focusrite, the British manufacturer of, oh, I didn't know they were British, of audio interfaces and recording tools is introducing a new line of devices designed for home podcast recording. The the Vocaster 1 and Vocaster 2 take the key parts of the Focusrite uh, interface and tailor them for amateur podcasters and other home audio creators. The Focusrite Scarlet line of audio interfaces has been a consumer standard over the past years for podcasters who need to plug XLR microphones into their computer. Um, to the point where I saw one in the trailer for a movie about a podcast last week. <laughs> but even as it uh, has become a popular hit in the podcast world, Focusrite has been mostly marketed itself as a company for musicians. The tagline of this website is we believe in enriching people's lives through music. And it's interesting. Yeah, when I was, I actually used one of them in a sound engineering course I did and we used it for recording music, uh, guitar and vocals. So that's that was my final, like one of my final tests. I had to record record um, uh, a kind of a music session uh, and have the, a, a good balance between the, the vocals and the music and all that uh, and we use the Focusrite Scarlet for that uh, but even as it's become a hit in the podcast world Focusrite is mostly yeah so yeah exactly sorry um, with the instrument uh, the 
introduction of the Vocaster 1 and 2, Focusrite is making dedicated hardware for the podcast voice with a new design and podcast-specific features. Uh, the Vocaster 1 is a USB-C uh, one-input interface for a mobile setup. And the Vocaster 2 adds uh, a two-input, two-headphone output uh, with uh, set up with the ability to take uh, in audio from a device via Bluetooth. So that reminds me of actually the new, and there's a new one out, is the Rode, Rodecaster Pro. It's like a mixer. It's an interface as well. And it has Bluetooth um, uh, connectivity and PC connectivity and you can plug in four microphones with four headphones and all that but I presume this would be cheaper because it's a smaller interface but it has you can have a duo one with two uh, microphones plugged in and two headphones and you can connect with Bluetooth as well so it can do a lot for a small little thing uh, the vocasters are not encased in the traditional rectangle box like the rest of Focusrite's lineup instead they have a pill shaped body with knobs angling up instead of the f- the front ba- uh, faceplate. Focusrite says it is because it found top-down control is most useful for uh, the podcast workflow, where you may be controlling headphone levels or muting audio through the recording process. Whereas in a music workflow, the settings are often set uh, at the start of the take and not touched. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, Because of this, the Vocaster seem uh, like they may stay flat on a desk and are not very mountable or stackable which has been a common way to use the scarlets uh, new folk, uh, new podcast specific tools added to these interfaces start with the companion app uh, the Vocaster Hub this enables you con- to control settings on the interface like audio gain auto gain which brings a broadcast microphone up to a proper gain without the need for a signal booster uh, some EQ presets uh, playable sound banks and audio routing the ability to record audio via bluetooth from a phone call uh, on on the two is a great addition yeah very important for that because there's a lot of um there's a lot involved now with with phones um skype calling and things like that for doing interviews and all that so our zoom or whatever one we use uh, so it's it's very handy to be able to, to connect up with bluetooth into the mixer and turn the the person on the phone into another guest like they're sitting across from you you have their own fader and all that so it's very handy especially with most interviews these days being fully remote there you go yeah including each uh, with each vocaster is um also a bundle of software for getting your podcast off the ground, a full version of Hindenburg Lite and a six-month Hindenburg Pro trial for editing, a six-month Acast influencer trial for podcast hosting and a six-month uh, Amplify Premium trial for adding music to your podcast. Now, a lot of these ones that are given away are also, there's also free versions as well, not the dedicated software for the actual thing itself, but for uploading podcasts and things like that and, and live casting but uh, some people prefer the the functionality and stuff of the some of the premium ones it all depends on what you're, how seriously you're into it and all that kind of thing uh, these features bring an added cost uh, to those who want to choose the Vocaster over the Scarlet uh, the Vocaster 1 and 2 are also they're actually more expensive than the than um then the the scarlets so they're 200 and 300 quid so that's that's a lot now for a kind of a more simple no i know the the roadcaster pro is like 600 
but uh, it does it does uh, a good bit more I suppose yeah for a kind of an item that looks quite simple but it does it does a good bit alright but the price is on the, the higher end of, of what I thought it would be uh, the Vocaster 1 and Vocaster 2 are also available in a bundle with a Vocaster branded microphone XLR cable and headphones so that's the new one from Focusrite let's see uh, Google is uh, combining Meet and Duo into a single app for voice and video calls it's called Meet but Duo's uh, DNA lives on uh, Google announced today it's combining two of its video calling apps Duo and Meet into a single platform pretty soon there will be the only um, there will there will on, be only Google Meet and Google is hoping it can be uh, one, the one stop calling app you need for just about everything in your life uh, by bringing both of them together Google is hoping it can solve some of what ails modern communication tools uh, what's been really important is understanding how people make the choice as to what tool they're going to use and what purpose uh, in what circumstance says Javier Soltero the head of Google Workspace our digital lives are filled with a million different chat apps each with its own rules and norms and contact list some for work purposes some for personal use Google's hoping it can use uh, Gmail addresses and phone numbers to bring all that together it's really important and powerful to be able to reach uh, you the way Soltero does uh, to reach you that way Soltero says and allow you to decide whether you want to be reached or not as opposed to having to manage all these different identities uh, so the reachability yeah let's see what they say but actually do you want to so over the last couple of years in particular meet has become a powerful platform for meetings and group chats of all kind um, while Duo has stayed more of a messaging app so uh, Google promises to bring all Duo's features to meet going forward and seems convinced it can offer the best of both worlds so I suppose it's a good idea if you think like the likes of WhatsApp imagine if you could set up a big group video chat on WhatsApp or something like that so it's kind of trying to combine them uh, let's see how it works it all depends on how, how it's done uh, Volvo will use Epic's Unreal Engine to create fo- photorealistic graphics in its electric cars uh, so Unreal Engine is the like the gaming engine that's been uh, going on for years and years and a new one came out recently actually Unreal Engine 5 I think it is and uh, they showed a, a video of it in like an underground kind of train station and it was definitely the most realistic um artificial video I've maybe ever seen I, I didn't know it was artificial it was like someone with a flashlight looking around and that was a simple video but I didn't know it was it wasn't real until they said oh this is the new Unreal Engine it was that realistic and the whole thing was just computer generated absolutely unbelievable but uh, so that engine is going to be used now by different movie makers by different game makers and by Volvo for its electric cars to make uh, kind of realistic looking um, graphics on their screen so uh, Volvo will be the latest automaker to tap into the graphical prowess of Epic Games Unreal Engine uh, the Swedish automaker says it will partner with the Fortnite creator to bring photorealistic visual- visualization into its next generation of electric vehicles. Uh, the crux of the Volvo Epic partnership is that the human machine interface, HMI, which uh, in the context of vehicle ownership is another way to describe the, ca- the way car owners interact with their vehicle software. Uh, Volvo says it, that Epic will help to build a platform in which the automaker 
makers, engineers can design software that will help improve the HMI while also maintaining levels of safety that Volvo has staked so much of its reputation on. So that'll be very interesting. Uh, Porsche strengthens ties with electric supercar starter Rimac in the full, in a new funding round. So everyone knows who Porsche is, but uh, Rimac was the... You remember Richard Hammond had a crash in a, an electric supercar on Top Gear there a couple of years ago. That was a Rimac. Uh, it was a Concept 1, I think it was called, or Concept 2. There's a second one out. Maybe it was Concept 1, and there's a second one out now since. Uh, but mate Rimac, I think, was the guy who created Rimac uh, Electric Car. So he's like a very good engineer and he's made a lot of different um, electric motors and battery setups and different things where he's actually renting his uh, ideas or leasing out his ideas to different companies because they all wanted to get, they saw Tesla was becoming popular, uh, some of the, the more you know the famous car companies around the world and they wanted to catch up. So he was leasing out some of his designs and stuff to the car companies to help them to try to catch up and um, they've had a team up with Porsche uh, over the last few years and now they're doing even more Porsche is contributing a 500 million dollar investment uh, round into the Croatian startup they've been a startup for a long time now though uh, Porsche is strengthening its ties with Rimac uh, an electric car company by participating in a 500 million dollar investment round for the Croatian based startup Porsche didn't disclose the exact amount uh, in investment in Rimac in, uh, except to say it was 8 figures and Porsche won't have a controlling interest in Rimac retaining its previously disclosed 20% stake in the company over the years Porsche has grown closer to Rimac buying shares in the company and setting up a joint venture uh, to run Bugatti after Volkswagen transferred ownership uh, to the startup. Uh, today's investment news is the latest indication that Porsche has a positive uh, perception of Rimac's future. Porsche also owns a controlling stake in Grey P, an electric mountain bike company also founded, founded by uh, Rimac CEO Mate Rimac. Uh, we're, we're, del- we're delighted that Rimac has gained prominent new investors and we are optimistic about the continued development of this exciting company uh, so yeah so they have a, another team up and uh, I suppose they'll be with the growing of electric cars uh, they will be doing that uh, and that's been it for today I hope you've enjoyed Tech Thursday I've been Patrick Sheehan and I'll be with you again next week as always you can email myself patrick102fm at gmail.com and get in your questions for next week's show thanks for listening talk to you again you're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM